Listener Production. Giddy up, it's another brand new ep of the Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Yeehaw. Alex, have you ever heard of Cozzy Lives? Cozzy Lives? Yeah. Cozzy. Who's Cozzy? Okay. Cozzy Pickett? No, this is uh, these are new words and phrases that I was quite shocked to see coming out. Cozzy Lives? Costa Living? Oh, the right. Cozzy Lives. Bad Cozzy Lives. Um, Jendi Nooch. Gender neutral. Yeah. Have you right. heard of that? Have you heard of Gendy oh, Nooch? Where are the men's bathrooms? Oh, they're over there, but they're Gendy Nooch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, got you. Have you heard any of these, Ron? No. Um, a murder noodle. Murder noodle, that's a snake. Yeah, that is a snake. So, look, there's a couple of ones that were all being uh, thrown about the Macquarie Dictionary. They're the ones to watch for. The a Mackie of... D. <laughs> yeah, the Mackie D. <laughs> they were the ones to watch for a couple of months ago. But let us know if you've got any words. If you got any new words or new little turns of phrase that you reckon deserve the Australian uh, dictionaries love, then uh, mm. chuck them in. Well, <laughs> one that we tried to bring in a little while ago was the postman's tariff. <laughs> yes. Which was, if you're the one delivering the chips to someone, you're allowed to have one. <laughs> it's the postman's tariff. <laughs> yes. And I'm still dead. I'm telling you, I'm hell-bent on bringing the dab back. Have you seen... Yeah, did you see the God. slander that was posted on my Instagram? The dab slander. Oh, mate, I posted my, you know, I posted this photo. I talked about it on Monday, but uh, Sarah from uh, What's Hitting with Sarah commented right. underneath it. Yeah, and whose opinion we trust on all <laughs> things relevance and coolness when it comes to the new generation. Sarah said, "I want to know the thought process over you deciding to dab," <laughs> right? Which is quite savage. That implies the rest of the sentence is. Because it's nonsensical. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. I said I'm bringing it back. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're like the person going, you know what? I'm bringing back the Black Death. <laughs> no. Like, why you, Sarah can I said, get the thought Sarah process said, behind this, please? Honestly, I support it. Then someone said, no, Sarah, you're supposed to be steering Matt O'Kind towards cool and trendy, not this business. Then Sarah said, there's no hope left for Matt anyway. <laughs> I mean, why am I. I'm bringing it back, dabbing the haters away, I'm telling you. All right, well, we're going to try and dab those haters away today uh, as part of All Day Breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. Should we jump into it? Yeah, let's do it. Here we go. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Well, you may not realise it because you like a loyal listener, uh, pop on All Day Breakfast with Matt and Alex, and then don't cheat on us by listening to other audio platforms. But some of you feel that we're in an open podcast relationship, and so stray a little bit further from home. And if you're listening to our good friend Sammy J the other morning, comedian, incredible comedian, but also the host of ABC Melbourne Breakfast, you might have heard <laughs> quite a funny story revolving around local government. Yeah, that's right. A nine-year-old child from Marybeck City Council in Melbourne um, wanted to start a grassroots campaign to petition to get a recycling bin at his local park. We've been talking about recycling a fair bit, Alex Dyson. I've been collecting the cans again most recently. Yeah, take, take them to the centre. Yeah, out of the goodness of your heart or going for that sweet 10 cents? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's really an investment into the next case. Um, so... <laughs> subsidizing the slab. <laughs> yeah. 
So there's a, and yeah, doing so, my bit for the environment. Thank you very much. Yeah, well, you're down at the bottle though, and it's like, oh, a slab of forty dollars. Take two dollars <laughs> forty. Um. So yes, I have been leaving my cans uncrinkled. Um, because I care, because yep. I care about saving the environment and a few dollars. Well, yeah, and this is this young boy, nine years old, and it's always like we've worked in radio for a while now. You get a chatty kid on the radio, gold, mm. absolute gold. And Jack, nine year old Jack, was an absolute star on the radio the other day. People were just putting their rubbish, like recyclable material, into the normal bin. And we don't have a recycling bin in Methon Park. So, yeah, that really annoyed me. I petitioned council for a rubbish bin in Methon, or a recycling bin in Methon Park. And tonight we're going to go up to go up to council and we're going to petition them in person. Hey, Jack, are you feeling hopeful that the council are going to respond by actually putting a recycle bin in your local park? Yes. I hope so. They can't hardly invite you along and then tell you, nah, sorry, Jack. Well, my friends, it turns out they can because Marybeth Council, despite inviting Jack to the meeting and applauding him for his speech, last week revealed they would not be putting a bin in that park, citing recent policy changes to residential recycling bin volumes, which leads me to propose a new word, a new verb for the dictionary, that is, to be Marybeth. <laughs> oh, wow. Imagine that. That's so... I mean, I, I shouldn't be laughing at the destroying of a nine-year-old, but that is so bad. I bet they <laughs> laughed him at him as he walked out as well. Aha, like, owned. Genuinely, nothing annoys me more than, like, being forced to, like, I've got a bottle or something. I, I carry my bottle, a plastic bottle around until I find that yellow It's yellow so annoying. Top. When I go to the bins, I take the, if i got a takeaway, take the top off. That's recyclable from a takeaway coffee cup, and the other one is in the other other spot. So there's a couple of things here. One, I wonder if they reject it because it sounds like such a good it sounds like such a good thing for them to do. Have a recycling bin, right? Like it seems so good, but maybe they just think that not enough people would actually use it for the right thing, and then therefore it would contaminate the bin anyway, right? Mm. And then that in turn would contaminate the actual recycling, like the the whole truck's worth of recycling. Okay, because that's what I was starting to use the, the can center for. The other thing is, I reckon Mary Beck don't realize what they've just done. Because I believe the last time a young person tried to be heard mm. about concerns with the climate, mm. uh, they went on a f- school strike and decided to piss off half the world. You're talking, right. talking Greta. Oh, yeah. I, I would be, if, you, if you're listening in from the Mary Beck Mary Council. Mary Council. What have you done? quivering in your boots. <laughs> because villain origin stories start this way. A little tear going down yeah. the aisle of a child. Let's just say the Joker doesn't exist because he was loved too much. Because <laughs> people listened to what he had to say and applauded him. <laughs> All right, I need I need to be getting behind <laughs> oh, Greta. Okay, I need Jack. to get behind Jack, and we need to help them become vengeance. They need know, to become vengeance. I know, you know, because Mary Beck is about to be run over by a recycling truck or something. You know, you know what's going to happen is you're going to go to put your like empty plastic bottle in the bin at Mary Beck Park, and suddenly like something will drop down on you and drag you up into a tree. <laughs> 
Oh my God, what's happening? I'm Jack. I'm Jack, man. Aluminium cans aren't the only thing that can be recycled. <laughs> Prepare to be worm food, Mary Beck City Council. <laughs> so, anyways. <laughs> um, we did put a shout out on our Instagram. Like, cause, uh, I, it does remind me of like a little kid. Like I've seen NBA players sometimes, like they go play fake defense on little kids, like at a little clinic and that yeah. kind of thing. Occasionally NBA players will go like a little kid go to shoot and he just rejects it out of, <laughs> out of the building. It's like no favors here, kids. So Mary's Beck City Council is the, uh, the rejectors here. And we asked you, when have you absolutely pwned a child? It's, I mean, it's going to be difficult because, you know, Sophia was, Sophia's four years old and she'll say stuff to me like, hey, you big old mean guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I'll say, I'm not a mean guy. You're a big old mean guy. And then she cries. And I'm like, <laughs> no, you can't dish it out to me and not expect it. Back. Have a little taste of your own medicine <laughs> yeah, there. Exactly. Yeah, uh, Jen says, literally anytime my kids challenge me to anything, <laughs> I've got to humble them while I can. <laughs> Good stuff, Jen. Uh, Renee said, my knee collided with a toddler's head as I was walking to the front of the store oh, I work in. Oh, no. You don't want to be kneeing children in the head, Renee. Oh, Matt had a similar thing. A little kid dropped in on me at the skate park. I didn't see him and he got absolutely wrecked. Look. Not bad. I'll say what I say. These Grom's got to learn. All right. You've got, you got right away, both on the vert and on the waves. All right. <laughs> Grom's got to learn. Well, as we all know, a couple of years ago now, Matt and I decided to record every word in the dictionary into this computer system and uh, <laughs> take a holiday. And there's one person who has to edit all those words together to create a show. And that person joins us every day for a little meeting. His name is Link. He's in his studio right now. G'day, Link. Hey, guys. Now, you've had a little bit of a rough, um, a rough weekend, Link. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. You became quite the, um, prowler is not the word. Uh, cat burglar? Cat burglar, didn't you? Well, we, uh, we've got an autistic son. He's 26 and we got him out of the house and went for a drive and we managed to lock our keys in the car. Oh. So rather than wait for a taxi, we thought we've got to keep him moving. So we walked home. And by the time we get home, he was starting to get a little bit upset. And we tried to ring our son to bring the spare key down. Couldn't get hold of him. Oh. We hit a spare key in a tree fern about five years ago. Now the tree fern's grown around it. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Did you have an emergency axe or something to, to break, break entry into the tree swallowed fern? Swallowed a spider to get to the tree. I mean, what's this is? <laughs> so I climbed up on the roof and I took some tiles down. And it was raining, so the roof was slippery. My wife was oh. running around underneath me as if she was going to catch me. <laughs> and then I lifted some tiles off and I climbed through. You climbed through your own roof. And I've got to tell you, having this extra winter coat made it a little bit harder to squeeze through the gap. Oh, no. Yes. 
Did anyone? You know don't want to be stuck with your little legs spotting out like a, you know, those Santa decorations when he's in the chimney. They put fake legs out of the chimney. That was you, Link. I was National Lampoon's house. <laughs> well, look, we got we glad you we got you got in safe and sound. And uh, how did you get dry through your own ceiling? Yeah, is there not like um, insulation and stuff? Well, there's a manhole. But then I got to the manhole and I lowered myself down. I got to the point where I was halfway down. I couldn't go back up and I couldn't get down. I had to just let my arms go. And my wife's outside going, no, don't, don't drop. Oh, my goodness. So no injuries? You're okay? No injuries. And I, was, I asked my wife if she thought I was a manly man. Yep. Yeah. yeah pretty pretty impressive. Well, now you've done your house. Oh, you're not a manly man. You're a arachnid man. You're a spider man by the sounds of that. Yeah. Getting up on the on the ceiling and now you know how easy it is you can start on all of your neighbors houses as well so you just <laughs> knock them off one by one <laughs> that's it well you're a man of many talents one of which editing the matt and alex podcast the other one uh legally breaking into your own home but we've all had to do that at some point find a way into our own homes and i think you can't help but feel a little bit sus while you're doing it yeah i've had to jump onto the roof one day and go through a uh, skylight and almost do they open first? Uh, like one of those, not like skylight, skylights, like a ah, oh, it's hard to describe. It's sort of like a skylight. <laughs> anyway, it was a long drop. I tell you, I'm, I'm honestly surprised my collarbone, my collarbone survived it because I was head first. Anyways, mm, well, we did ask you when have you had to do a legal break in? Now, we didn't want any criminal calls, all right. No, we try, That's why we, we do specified legal. We I don't think any criminals listen to Matt and Alex all day breakfast unless. You listening right now are feeling guilty about something that yeah. you want to get off your chest. Yeah. And if, you, if that's the case, just keep on listening and stay exactly where you are. Okay. Don't move. And I'm sure your conscience will <laughs> come to get you. Yeah. In we, the silver cuffs. We, 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 need, we need the numbers. So don't stop listening, but <laughs> just... Have a think about it. Um, <laughs> Jess got in touch saying, I did a legal breakout. I left via the window to avoid the housemates of a one-night stand. Oh. <laughs> a little escape of shame. That's, I mean, that's one you don't want to get caught doing either. Ideally not, no. Um, and Halfway down the, um, the lattice on the side of the house. <laughs> uh, Samantha said, I got locked out on my balcony without my phone. I broke the double glass door using my entire body. What? <laughs> That sounds dangerous, Samantha. <laughs> what about the falling glass? Oh, my word. There is, you can, oh, I was going to say, you can call a locksmith, but no, you can't because your phone was, yeah, inside. So, okay, fair enough. <laughs> Maddie, my dad never trusted me with a key when I was growing up, so I broke into his house every Friday after school. <laughs> oh, there you go. Maybe that's why he didn't trust you. <laughs> you keep breaking into his house. <laughs> No, I'm not going to give you a key. You keep breaking in here. Why would I give a key <laughs> to the robbers? <laughs> and we've also got Kate here who broke into an Airbnb, Kate. Yeah. Well, I know they give you lots of weird um, instructions Instructions to get in. D did you stick to the instructions to break in or did you have to go outside the curriculum? Well, the instructions don't help when you leave the keys inside and lock oh. yourself out. Damn. Okay. Now, was this just a random Airbnb or, you know? No, it wasn't. It was my stepmother's cousin. Well, well the Airbnb. I mean, that's at least better. <laughs> at least it's family. 
Right. Well, isn't it ever, kind of. <laughs> um, what kind of building was it? Was it a house? Was it a third-story apartment? Yeah, no, so it was a house. They lived upstairs. So my stepmom's cousin, let's call her Jenny. Mm-hmm. She lived, Jenny lived upstairs with her husband. Yep. The Airbnb room was downstairs. Right. Oh, and you didn't, were, were Jenny and her husband home at the time when you got there without a key? Yeah. So we went to a wedding, mm-hmm. um, which was why we were in town and needing the Airbnb. Mm-hmm. So we've gone to the wedding. We've come home quite drunk and then realized we can't get in because we've accidentally locked the keys inside. Mm, Okay. So you thought instead of waking up Jenny, let's Mm. do irreparable damage to the building. (laughs) Well, well, okay. In my defense, we tried to wake Jenny up. Oh, okay. (laughs) How did you, how did you attempt that? We, I called her a couple of times. I didn't want to go up there because I wasn't sure what I would see. So I just called. (laughs) Did you do the Jenny? Jenny! (laughs) It was quite late at night. It was very, very late at night. How'd you get in then? So, well, we panicked, my partner and I, and we started, you know, pacing the perimeter of the house until we found a window that was just louvers. Stalking your prey. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah, you panicked. I'm pretty sure Jenny was awake and hiding in the cupboards. <laughs> just keeps hearing footsteps out the front of her property, sure. So just louvers, no glass. No glass, no screens, nothing, just louvers. And we figured out that there were two loose louvers that we could pull out, oh. which cr- created a very small gap in the window. Okay. and Big, big enough for me to fit through. But my partner basically had to lift me, um, you know, horizontal and feed me through feet first. Were they the bottom <laughs> louvers? Like, because you would have had your weight on a bottom louver yeah. otherwise. No, no, it was, so they were quite tall. It was probably like, it was about chest height for me. Okay. So they were up quite high. So he had to feed me through feet first. So that like, I you're can putting a doll, of... like you're putting a $5 note into a vending machine. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> So that I could kind of, you know, put my legs down the other side and then limbo through. So you went feet like, first <laughs> through the louvers. Well, I had, well, if I went head first, I wouldn't have been able to stand. Like I would have to do a handstand on the other side. Oh, too. okay. This sounds very so, Ocean's Eleven. Did you end up getting <laughs> yeah. through without breaking anything? Yes, we did. And we put the louvers back and you couldn't tell anything had happened. Wow. However, <gasps> my Jenny, then a couple of days later, I don't my know. My Jenny. Checked, <laughs> she's, she's checked her phone and she's seen all the missed calls. <sighs> and she's called me back and was like, who is this? <laughs> oh. And so I said, oh, we say that you're Airbnb in the weekend. Oh, why did you call? She said, so I had to come up with some elaborate lie. Oh, I just wanted, just wanted you to come out on the town. Yeah, we were all just, yeah, the wedding was kicking on someone's house. Thought you might I'm be up for, you out it. for shots. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, scratches all up your legs from when you've just carved your way through into their house. All right, well, thank you very much. Kate, we're glad that the stay was safe. And um, yeah. don't forget to pack a key next time, hey? Yeah, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thanks very much for listening to All Day Breakfast. Thank you. Yes, the hour has arrived where we protect our minds from the uh, dynamite fact from Matt O'Kine to try and... Um, 
yeah, make us all learn a little bit more about the world. Yeah, that's right. And uh, it is mother and son week for me. Um, I am one of those people that celebrates a birthday for approximately a month. So the birth of my show is going to get at least a few days as well. Still celebrating. Um, But, you know, a lot of people were angry when we decided to remake one of Australia's classic shows. And they were saying, you know, just replay the original. The original's good. Why bother? You can't can't better it. Can't be the original. Exactly. Remember Um, when bloody shapes tried to give us new flavors? Yeah, I don't that debacle. I don't need any arguments in oh. you know <laughs> supporting them. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> um oh, remember when what was new that was better? Hang on. Um. <laughs> remember Christopher Nolan's? I mean, think about Tim Burton's Batman. The more Batmans they make, the better they get. Yeah, there you go. I there mean, you go. So if we, if we still relied on the original Batman, Batman would be going whoop. Pow for yeah. everyone. All right. Yeah, so maybe in four or five mother and son's time, we'll get a good one. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, people like bring back the original. And so I was, and I was like, you know, life has changed mm. since um, the original came out. And I did a little bit of digging, mm. all right, into 1984. The original came out January 1984, almost very close to 40 years ago. Yeah, damn. So a couple of little things that I find quite interesting about 1984 in Australia. Mm. Okay. This is the differences between um, Australia then and now. So flat white, no one had ever heard of it. Didn't exist. No, did not exist. In 84. No, came out um, a little bit later in a uh, Sydney Sydney, uh, cafe, right? How long later? I think about a year later. Damn, in 85. Uh, Later in 1984... A tub of Vegemite was the first thing to get scanned at a supermarket checkout. No one never, there was no barcodes on supermarket products ever. Oh, like it had never what? been scanned. There was no scanning of products. You'd, you'd what, have to look at it and think what it was. <laughs> There's probably a literal price tag on it that you'd have to tap into an old machine. Um, so the, 84 was the first barcode that yep. was scanned and it was on a tub of Vegemite. Yep. Um, Did they bring it, barcodes in all at once? I don't know, actually. I don't know. But I know that the first thing was a 975-gram tub of Vegemite uh, in Australia. They got scanned in Australia. Almost a kilo of Vegemite. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double check this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Jeez, that um, blows my mind that anyone would want that much, <laughs> want that of, the, much of that Vegemite. garbage spread. No <laughs> um, offense. Um, oh, no, sorry. It was a 915-gram jar of Vegemite, which, yeah, still seems like a, quite a lot. Um, there was no $1 coins. Okay. No one dollar coins in Australia in nineteen. 19- what do we have? One dollar notes. Oh, um, there were no hundred dollar notes. All right, they only came out on the twenty sixth of March nineteen uh, eighty four. Okay, here are the ones that I really. And so they've only been they've basically been and gone because who else is who's getting hundreds out now? I know, isn't it a good day still? I mean, I'm almost forty, and still when I get those avos, I'm like, ooh wee, and cop this just wild. I cop this, Australia, still sentencing people to death. In 84? <laughs> yes. Still a death penalty. What year were you born in? Fifth you were in like 85. 5th of September, 1984, Western Australia becomes the last Australian state to abolish capital punishment for ordinary crimes, right? Uh, because they sentence a woman to death for killing her partner. Now, the, she never actually went to, she never actually got Killed. Right, got sentenced to death. Um, she got let out and has since done, like, gone on to do interviews and stuff like that. But we were still being like, you're... Killing is wrong. <laughs> you... So that's why we're going to kill you, just to tell you how wrong it is. Sentencing 
people to death. So there you go. Um, a few facts about 1984, the differences between then and now. Oh, and also, I should say that Advance Australia Fair is proclaimed as Australia's national anthem. In 84. Yeah. So we've been belting out the word girt for 40 years. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was around before then. And then whoa, whoa, whoa. It, it was girt before then. <laughs> And then, uh, and then they they tried to make it the national anthem a little bit earlier, and mm. then it was sort of it was revolted against. And then finally, 1984, it's like, no, this is happening. Mm. The national colours are green and gold, and this is the national anthem. So, well, there what you changes go, in 40 years, mate? Matt stacking toddlers into a trench coat to give us a mind to add up to one single mind blown. Well done. Oh, you know the other thing that I liked about this? About 1984. 1984, 11th of February, Channel 9's Hey Hey It's Saturday moves from Saturday mornings to the 9.30pm time slot and is renamed Hey Hey It's Saturday Night. Hang on a second. (laughs) Daryl Summers basically (laughs) used to host Saturday Disney? (laughs) Is that what I'm hearing? I didn't know it was a morning show. He used to compete with Saturday (laughs) Disney? Hey, Hey, It's Saturday started in 1971. So for 13 years was just a morning Saturday show. Yeah. Does it make sense? Like, Hey, Hey, It's Saturday in the nighttime and you'd go, yeah, it's been Saturday for ages. Actually, yeah. It, it was a Saturday morning children's program. <laughs> and they just kept- In which Summers and Carol provided top and tail segments between cartoon episodes. And so what? They just kept the, <laughs> the Muppet ostrich in the <laughs> evenings. So this will work for the adults this as well. This is tripping me out. Well, I, well, if that's the case, and I say bring back Cheese TV well, for the nighttime, the yeah. adults-only version. Let's have some nighttime cheese. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, please send us an audio message at math.and.alex with something that's popped up in your field of vision recently and you think will blow our minds. This week's fact comes from Rama. Hey, Matt and Alex and Bron. I was reading through my psychology textbook couple of weeks ago and stumbled across this interesting fact. It may require a squirming warning, just putting it out there, but it's talking about how members of other cultures display affection. Now, members of the Apinali or Apinali society in Brazil do not kiss, but women of the tribe may bite off their lover's eyebrows and noisily spit them to one side. And women of the island of Turk are even less kind, at least by the Western standards here. They customarily poke a finger into the man's ear when they are sexually excited. There's my mind-blowing fact. Oh, my goodness. But once your two eyebrows are gone, what do you do? I'm sorry, I'm I'm googling this now. It's the results are not great when you Google biting off eyebrows and spitting. So I can't in an affectionate manner. I can't fact check this. Yeah, wait. Um, affection. Brazil. Well, the, the old psychology textbook probably more research than this segment usually gets. <laughs> um, but wow, that is that's quite. Oh, I don't know how I feel about. It. I mean, it would be it would be a very cheap sort of what what is it facial? <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Off we go. <laughs> You'd have to put decoy eyebrows on just you know to do that. And how do about you know, the old? Do you know what you have? We haven't done. We've got the, we've got the lolly teeth. 
<laughs> you know, you don't have, we don't have the lolly eyebrows that you can pop on and the say, "Oh, give these a nibble." You That's know, it. and then the old uh, index finger in the ear when you're a bit aroused. The oh. old who wet, doesn't wet, love a wet willy? You know, wet willy before the before the wet willy. Crazy. Oh, God. Okay. All right. This is the end of mind blown. This is the end of a Thursday show. Hit the button. <laughs> Mamma mia. <laughs> All right. Well, we hope you didn't mind us. Nibbling your brows no, for today. We've had our little voices in the ears for the last 25 minutes or so. Yeah, that's right. And uh, we will be back in your ears tomorrow, hopefully. You can know where to find us. Uh, find us where you found us today. Mm. At matt.and.alex on Instagram as well, if you ever want to keep in touch. Catch you tomorrow. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.